Hello, everybody, and welcome to Battletagged. My name is Nero, and with me, as always, is Claw and Cinder. And this week, we have a special guest joining us. Welcome, Z. Hey. Oh, hi, Z. Hi, everyone. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I'm very yeah. excited. Excited to have you. I have my healing buddy back. You do. It's been way, way, way too long. Have. Hurry up. We need to raid again. Even, yep. I, yeah. You guys were in Guild Chat talking about an alt raid. Do an alt raid. And I'll come Is there an alt raid? I didn't know about this. We can do an alt raid. I'm sure. Because that would be really strange. We well, we haven't got one? this. We could stream it. <laughs> I think we should Stream probably it. actually start this, guys, by saying who Z is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, Claw, you go ahead. Who's Z? <laughs> Who's this other crazy woman here? <laughs> yeah. Well, Z was and is and will always be, even if she tries to leave us, we won't let out, our druid healer. And she has helped carry us through a lot of content with Cinder healing as well. So Nice save. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Cinder was there also. I was totally there. Well, Cinder's a shaman, so she's there when it gets screwed. She so just waits all, around. She does her best stuff. Yeah. And then waits around some more. Yeah. She does her best stuff when we're down low already. So, <laughs> And she also does a good job at battle resing healers. Z, that is. Z, yeah. I do a great job at battle resing. Off platforms. Yep. <laughs> I honestly thought you would res before you hit the edge of the platform. Not my fault it took so long. It was amazing. It really was. Just like, huh, hang on, I rest in the why, why is she grayed out again? <laughs> why is she down on the floor? All the way under the platform. It's not, I'm like, no, no, I'll hit this as I'm like flying through the air. You'll res, you'll land on the ground. You'll be fine. But no, you landed off the edge. For anyone, that's been ver- perfect. for anyone that's very confused by what we're talking about, have a listen to our Christmas episode and you can hear all about the epic battle res that Z did. <laughs> I don't think I could recreate it if I tried, and I'd like to try. <laughs> yeah. <of> <laughs> okay, so this episode, if you haven't guessed already, is about healing. Um, but we have some questions for Z to start. So the first question is, when did you start playing Blizzard games and which ones did you start with? Okay, well, my first one and my only Blizzard game for a really long time was WoW. I started, it would have been about halfway through Cataclysm, but I didn't know pretty much anything about WoW, so I didn't really know where I was starting. But I hit 85, I think, just before Firelands came out. Okay. Um, and I basically played WoW nonstop all the way through MOP. Um, I've dabbled a little bit in Diablo. I have a couple of seasonal heroes from, uh, seasonal tunes from the last season. Um, Starcraft, I've hardly touched. I like the game, but I just can't really get into it that much. But last few months, I've been playing a fair bit of Heroes as well since that came out. And that's really, really fun. I have seen you on there. I've seen lots of people actually make the switch um, in the WoW downtime. Lots of people have gone to Heroes. I thought there'd be more Hearthstone, but no, definitely lots more Heroes people playing. So that's cool. Mm. Yeah, I've tried Hearthstone, but again, it's not. I've never really been into card games. It's great, but I haven't played enough to get good at it. So. I don't really play it. Yeah. Okay. Well, since WoW is the main game you're playing, the next question, you know, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in WoW, what was your first character and do you still have them? I do have her. She was a human mage. Um, funny story. When I installed WoW, it came with the battle chest. So I thought it was like a single player game where you put one expansion on, then the next one, then the next one. So I put vanilla on, played that for a bit, and then. 
So I've always been a caster in normal games. I looked through all the races that was there. Didn't really like the look of what I thought was a weird night elves and all that at that yeah. time. So I played a human. When I put Burning Crusade on, I was in absolute love with the Blood Elf. So if I'd actually put that on first, probably would have been Blood Elf <laughs> to start with. But I played my way through a, um, as a human mage, leveled her all the way up to 85, where suddenly I discovered this love of night elves. And every single tune from then on was a night elf because I played Alliance at the start. Okay. Then I faction changed um, my main, which became my druid. So I stopped playing my mage, obviously, changed onto a druid, uh-huh. became horde in the process. Um, and then my mage followed along. So she's currently a blood elf mage, and she's sitting at about level 93. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. She doesn't get played that much, but she does get leveled up every expansion, but I don't really play a mage anymore. You're in the club of, I think, very exclusive people that still have their first character. A lot of them somehow lose them or delete them or... I don't know. Forget about them. I hear um, a lot of stories about banned accounts and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. No, I played her exclusively for such a long while. She's got like so many ma- rep, rep, sorry, maxed out reps and every all the achievements. Yeah. She's pretty much my only one. So because of that, I won't get rid of her. She's just yeah. been through a couple of faction changes, a couple of name changes, race <laughs> changes. She's been all, all around the place. So she's a little different from the original character that you made, but still. Different, been on, she's been on three realms in her lifetime. <laughs> so she's the wow. one that's. Sort of, well, I have some friends on Starfang, so I needed a tune to move over there. And I thought, I'll put my mage over there. I'm not really playing her, but she's someone I will play. So I mm-hmm. put her over there so I can drop back in and see them every now and again. Cool. So, what have you actually, what, what tune have you been playing lately? My druid. 100% my druid. I used to be a massive altaholic and I. We'll level all my alts to 100, but uh, my druid is the only one I've been playing pretty consistently since MOP. And unless they completely break druids, which they'd really have to break them for me to not like them, I'll probably play my druid for the rest of my WoW time. Oh, that's wow, cool. that's a commitment to druid. Oh, I can't do that. Love druid. It's like, I don't know, I leveled it up and just went, oh, this is my class. It's amazing. So I have seen you leveling your hunter lately. Yes, because my hunter can do what my druid can't do, which is like uh, she can just stand there and her dinosaur runs off in the distance and no one comes near her. So <laughs> she's going to be the tune I level up to do things that my druid can't do. So like going solo content and that, that my druid might struggle with. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So what, what's your favourite thing about the current expansion, uh, Wall of the Draenor? Bodyguards. Absolutely. <laughs> I love having a little companion to run around with me. And they make little comments, and I can shout at them when things go wrong. <laughs> Which, <laughs> like, That's not me. That was you that pulled up with me, you bloody night elf ta- uh, blood elf tank. Because the only one, I, I've got most of the um, bodyguards to Exalted, but I'm struggling with the blood elf because she's a tank. I think, I'm not quite sure if you pronounce her name, Ada or Ada. And she will just wade in crazy-like and pull everything more than I can heal her. I'm just like, oh, you stupid. <laughs> but I love the bodyguards. It's definitely my favourite thing. Oh, they get in the way too much for me. I find, like, yeah. especially because I, uh, two of my characters currently have the big Tormok guy. Is that his oh, name? Really big fat yes. guy. And he's just, I'm like, I love you. You're great, but get out of my freaking way, dude. Like, I just want to <laughs> loot this, and I have the miniaturizer on him and everything. But he still just gets right in that spot. That he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Bless his little heart. <laughs> Or you could just play DPS and not need bodyguards. 
but <laughs> I think I'd have some even if I didn't need yeah. it. It's nice to have a companion. I really like it. I play other games where you get a companion. So when um I got the companion in WoW, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Come with me everywhere. Talk to me. I just wish you could carry my stuff. <laughs> okay, so what are you looking forward to most about Legion then? Oh, my answer is the stock standard answer that everyone is. <laughs> Transmog. Two reasons. One, I'm massive transmog queen. And two, I have no space. I have a guild bank full. Well, I have three tabs because I'm too cheap to buy anymore. So I have a guild bank with three tabs full of all the BOEs. Nice. Z's void storage wow. is maxed out. Her bank is maxed out. She's got about 10 working slots in her actual backpack because everything is just transmog heavy. It's like, oh, my gosh. So when we get that new system, that should be really, really good. I'm really hoping it comes out with the pre-patch stuff. because. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Somebody said that, didn't they? One of the devs said, or at least alluded to it, didn't they? Well, all those sort of um, game design things often mm. come out with the pre-patch. With yeah, the, the user content interface itself stuff is usually weights. changed in the seven point mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will be very exciting. That and I'll just give a shout out to George having access to all my four specs without having to run back to the trainer every time I change my mind. Yeah, it's going to be so awesome. It will, because oh I swap between Feral and Balance a lot, depending on what I feel like doing. Resto is always there. So not having to run run back will be great. Are you going to be one of those cliche druids that every other week changes specs? <laughs> Highly <laughs> likely. Like, I am sick of shooting Starfire at people. I'm going to claw them to death this week. And then we'll the next week, that. you're going to heal. Next week after that, you're going to tank. I'm always going to heal, but in between. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably be like switching to tank to get fast cues or switching to heals to get fast cues and just do DPS when I'm doing, you know, organized content. That's probably uh, how I'll end up doing it, I think. Yeah, I love dungeons. And if I'm le- like, if I was leveling and questing as Boomy or something, and like I want to do a dungeon, it's like, nah, we'll just spec and stand here. I won't wait for DPS cues if I have an option. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's backfiring now. It's killing me on my hunter. I keep looking online trying to find a healer to keep me. <laughs> so I need to do a dungeon and I've got a 30-odd minute wait. This is unheard of. Oh. Well, once you hit 100, I can tank for you. Awesome. I'd like that. Yeah. I will even turn Growl off on my bear for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all the questions we have for the interview at the start. Bye, Where are we going next? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. We have to talk about healing. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Cinda, where are we going now? What are we, are we going uh, to we, news or? Uh, oh, we, oh, we can do the news if you want. There's a couple of things. Okay. Um, well, the first one being that Crystallized Fell can be bought for Valor to upgrade your legendary rings and you can purchase this with Valor points. I think that's fine. Yes, it's 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 interesting. I don't have any problems with it. I don't I don't like it or dislike it. Um, mostly because I really can't be asked getting Valor. I, it's not something that's going to motivate me to go do more stuff for Valor. Um, but I think it's um, I think it was Spanky who had pointed it out to me on Twitter that it's probably uh, for catch up mechanisms yeah, more than anything else. It's definitely a catch up mechanism. Also. If you want to put it into the off spec rings, because mm. technically everybody only has one ring that they're upgrading, and the other off spec rings are just sitting there doing nothing. So yeah. it'll be a chance for people to sort of boost up their off spec and stuff like that. So I thought it was a pretty good addition. Like 
um, for for us as well. It stopped our Archimon heroic killing because we don't actually need to actually go in there and kill it just for the ring upgrade anymore. So we can actually focus on mythic progression and let people go and pug the you know that. And, and if they don't want to pug it, they can just get Valor and, and upgrade the rings that way. Mm. So it and there's something else to spend Valor on. Yeah, exactly. it's just one thing to use a resource for. It's that's my problem with oil. I've got twenty thousand oil. <laughs> I'm never going to use it all. Is that all? Fifty thousand? <laughs> don't you? You guys don't do the ship missions anymore. I do. I do I one do ship mission. You, you can guess what ship mission it is. <laughs> well, it's okay. the oil rig. <laughs> You're not doing the caches. Oh, I do my caches, of course, but that's okay. it. Caches and oil rigs. But it's like why, oil why rigs are you getting constantly. oil if you've got fifty k oil? Because I'm collecting stuff. <laughs> no, because it feels bad to not send them out. It's, pro- it's probably anything. the same reason that I send out for the stupid baleful tokens. My bank alt has zero bank space left because it is it's genuinely full of baleful tokens. Plus, some of her actual bag space is taken up with these super bloody baleful tokens. I'm going to have to try and figure out someone else to mail them all to because I've just got too many of them. Mail them to an enchanter, or the ones that suit your enchanter. Yeah, they're the ones that I've been using because um, my enchanter, both of them, are clothies. Uh, and um, I've been trying, like, basically, I sent everything to my, like all the cloth ones to my mage just to see if I could get her something. And now she's past the point of needing them, but they're still coming in. So, yeah. All right, man. Cool bit of news, I guess. Well, we've also got Diablo's patch 2.4 and season 5 coming out on January 15th. Woohoo! I didn't know about this, so I'm happy. I love getting into a season fresh and just grinding. Blizzard gave me a season for my birthday. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think. Clara, a lot of people didn't know about it. They when because I only saw it on Facebook this morning, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool. And some of the comments were, you know, your communication with this has been really rubbish, and no one's known when anything's happening, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, guys, calm down. How dare Blizzard give you new content? Jeez, that's just awful. <laughs> um, They've been so, riding the hype train of Legion and Overwatch and all that since BlizzCon, and. Mm. And Diablo didn't get much screen time at BlizzCon at all, and it was just like didn't have oh, anything okay. really new, like just yeah. the tiny things they often add in patches. But yeah, but there's there's some fun stuff coming in these patches. Like there's, it's yeah. all on their website and stuff, and it's and it's worth checking out if you're into it. Um, I think that I'll probably do another character. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought that I would. I'll wait until Claw's geared up and then I'll get into character. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what most people do, isn't sure, it? Fine, whatever. <laughs> and then I'll stop. All right, on to the main event. Not doing our weekend battle net. Because oh, we missed that, yeah. Yeah. yeah we could do we that. skipped ahead. Okay. Who wants to go first, though? I'll go first. Okay. Following my warrior leveling a couple of weeks ago, I leveled my paladin up to 100 last weekend. Wow. It took about a day, that's all. It, it's real mm. quick these days. It's interesting. And I downloaded Heroes of the Storm, and I've played that a little bit. At the moment, with the rotations of the characters, there's only one ranged character, so that's a bit of a bummer, because I always prefer ranged. Mm. Yeah. So which one is it? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, I think it's Sorry. Asmodan. Okay. From Diablo. Hmm. But that's been my week and well, I haven't done a whole lot. Uh, actually, I tanked a little bit more of Hellfire Citadel and wiped on Manoroth at 32, 33k. Oh. oh. Wow. 
Yeah. You could have sneezed on the way down. Yeah. yeah. Touch I of did death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was dead at that point, so. Ah, uh, oh, okay. okay. Can't do much of that healers on that fight. No, hmm. I don't have a <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Cinder wasn't even there talking shit about you. Thank you. No, that was Z, by the way. That was oh, Z sorry, giving you shit for your tanking. Like, what? Z still in this call? Well, this is the first and last time we'll have Z on this show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Like, <laughs> no, no, keep going. All right. Yep. So that was my week. Euro? Oh, it's me next. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I played my mage, my alliance gnome mage, and I went into Dragon Soul, and I got the heroic gear from in there. It was really cool because it's like got cogs and stuff on it, so it makes a lot of sense I for my gnome that mage. Mm. Oh, it would make sense for your gnome, yes. Yes, gnome mage, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's awesome. But I have no gold on that so far, yeah. so I'm like <laughs> struggling. It's like the start of World <laughs> Wards of Draenor all over again. I'm just like, <laughs> well, I've got nothing to do, so I'm just going to yeah. do nothing and just yep. sit around. But... um. Other than that, um, a bit of raiding. I got my warrior geared up now. Um, Seven thirty, so I did a lot of valor stuff. I wanted to upgrade my ring on him, but I got too much gear, so I had to spend it on upgrading my gear. And it was a first world problem, I know, but it was really frustrating because I was just like, "Oh yes, I get all this valor, and I'm going to upgrade my ring, and I'm going to be on par with the other DPS." And they're just like, "Here, have four pieces of loot." Oh, okay, <laughs> thanks. Now I. I I don't even want to go and get Valor anymore. I'm just going to leave it. But, yeah, that's my weekend wow. Well, I have been working on my legendary. Okay, so I know I said last week that my mage is probably going to be my main alt, and that might still be true, but it might also be true that my pally might be my main (laughs) alt. I don't know. (laughs) I keep doing this. Um so I am trying to get – they're both at the same point in the legendary quest line, so um, I'm doing both at the same time, which is stupid because, you know. That's a lot of uh, Yeah, so it means it's been a decent chunk of time in Tanan because I need the oil for the ship missions to get the runes because you can get the elemental runes because that's where they're up to. Um, yeah. You can get them in your shipyard um, and everywhere else, but a lot in your shipyard, which is great, um, except, you know, Tanan, and I'm a bit over it. And I keep dying all the time, but getting stronger. So um, doing that and been doing LFR on them, which hasn't been as terrible as it has been lately. I don't know if I've just been really lucky with runs, but for the last couple of weeks I've had, you know, smart-ass groups and whatever, people being stupid, but no real awful, rude, horrendous groups or anything. So um, that's been really good. They've been a bit slow because there's lots of boosted characters, but um, they've been good. And then the other day, I don't know why, but I was like sitting there and going, you know what? I've never done the dwarf starting area. I'm like, I'm going to do that. So <laughs> I went over to um, Armenthul, which was my first server, non-PBP, so I could level in peace and made myself a shaman dwarf. And I'm slowly taking her through the whole opening experience, which is nice. The music is lovely. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, the music around there is really nice. So, but yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. How about you, Z? Um, my week has been a lot of leveling this week. 
sort of finally decided to get my hunter up to 100 because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get every class up there. So she went from sitting about 93 to 99. So I might even finish her off tonight, which is really exciting. Um, my first rogue to actually make it past level 30 is sitting at, <laughs> <laughs> is sitting at level 71 over in Howling Ford. Nice. So um, Z wants to go for um, oh the insane. So my ro- I need to get a rogue to open all the junk boxes. So that's oh, my no. whole point of leveling a rogue and so she can pickpocket mobs. And then I made a worgen um, druid. Months and months and months ago, and um, she got to level I think fifteen, and I put her down and left her. And then I saw her on the loading screen the other day. I'm like, you know what? Really want to see how this goes in a dungeon as a resto because the idea of being able to flip into human form when I'm not in combat and be a human druid is just amazing. And so I've been taking her through some dungeons and found that she has this horrible habit of every single spell she casts of stamping her foot. <laughs> I'm like. You just turned me right off playing a wargan because just stop the stamping of your foot every time. That's even hilarious. A, I was really fixated on that last night. So even a rejupe stamped that foot. Oh. Like, that's my week in WoW, just leveling up all my tunes. The wargan that's chucking a tantrum every time you ask her to do something. She does. She's like, no. I'm like, oh. Because I'm used to like the troll does a few different animations, but everyone, this foot goes down. I'm like, that's fascinating. See what little things interest me when I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, I would never have known that. So now I know. And I'm sure other listeners, now they know. Yes, a walking druid will stamp her foot every time she casts. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But I was having fun. We actually, because I'm obviously a lion, we got into Rage Fire Chasm, which was um, interesting because before, most of the time, I never see a horde dungeon if I'm leveling a lion and vice versa. So to get in there was quite interesting. And mm-hmm. in between every pool, I'd be like, human. I'm a human druid. <laughs> For one brief moment in time. One brief moment, then the tank would get in combat and I'd be back in Wargan form. I'm like, oh, that's not that great. But it was nice while it lasted. Well, shall we move on to our main topic then? Sure, why not? Well, there could be reasons, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just being a smartass, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yay, well. healing! Mm-hmm. Well, it's your topic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is following on our series of just talking about different types of um, classes that are out there. Um, So we've done tanks and now we're going to have a chat about um, potentially being a healer and just talking about why you might like to do that and um, what it might take to be a healer, which is why we have invited the lovely Z along because she has healed for a long time um, and... I have healed for a long time, and Neuro has healed I don't, a long time, some time, a bit of time. I'll find out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, Claire, I don't know, have you healed at all? Let's not talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to run through a few questions and stuff and just have a chat about um, all things healing. So um, how about we start with the first question. How have we each experienced the healing role throughout our time playing WoW um, and with the experience? experiences positive or negative z you go first okay um i'm not 100 sure how to answer this one it's pretty much always been positive i don't think i'd be playing a healer if i didn't like it um not just playing i play my druid as this is my main but i do have every healing class in the game if not maxed out then sitting between 90 and 100 so i sort of um i 
like to heal in dungeons and in raids pretty much anywhere I go. Do you, I hate healing in dungeons. Oh, I like dungeons more than raids, actually. Oh. Um, dungeons are great because it's all on you. Like, I know, that's why I hate them. Because if I mess up, everyone yells at me. It's so funny because you hear so many new healers go, oh my gosh, raid healing, oh, it's so scary. And it's like, but it's not. You've got right. at least one, maybe three, you know, depending on your raid size. You've yeah. got another healer. You've got someone to talk to, back up. If you miss a heal, they'll usually have your back. And in dungeons, it's like it's just you. So I actually like it. It's nice. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, Neuro, how about you? What healings have you done? Were they good or bad? Um, I like healing um, in all aspects of it. Um, I started healing on my pally uh, in Cataclysm. Mm -hmm. Um, That was my first real raiding experience, um, and I had healed on her in Wrath um, through dungeons, just um, which I had a lot of fun with, uh, the Pit of Sauron and, and all those ones that were really a challenge at the time for me because I was new to healing and healing in a dungeon. Those particular dungeons were difficult, so I found it really fun and I got into it. Um, these days I heal not so often, sometimes on my druid, um, mostly on my shaman if I end up playing her. Um, I... Recently did Proving Grounds. I found that to be extremely fun as a healing druid. Um, and I got to wave 54 of Endless. Oh, nice. Um, and I got rank one on my server uh, for that. Oh, yeah. So well done. That was, um, yeah, that was a real challenge because you have to use all random abilities, like nothing that you would normally use in a raid environment. Mm. It's like why am I bashing this? You know, <laughs> all, all that kind of stuff you would have to do. So it was, that, that was what I enjoyed mostly about this expansion for healing. Mm. Nice. Um, well, I main a resto shaman currently, and I've played her for all of Ward, um, but I started healing on my pally back in Kata when I started. So I was playing mage and holy pally at the same time. Um, and at the start of... Mop at Throne of Thunder, I think it must have been. I um, played Monk Healer for a while. And ironically, that was the one that I played for the shortest period of time, but I got a worldwide worldwide top 20 rank playing my Monk Healer, um, which was, like, amazing to me because that's never happened ever. Like, other people happens all the time and you're like, yay for you, but that's never happened to me. And I was like, yay, this is awesome. Never have had it since on a healer that I actually take seriously. Um, and I stopped playing her because the team preferred the Holy Pally. Um, and they changed monk healing so many times and they stuffed it up eventually. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but I think healing is awesome. I do. I think it's the best out of everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Clara will stay silent. No, I, I will. <laughs> hey, I think it's you okay. guys need us. Yes, yes we do. Sometimes, sometimes if you're a monk tank, you can do just fine without us. Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, no, go ahead. I was just, I was going to say, I've only ever healed LFR on very undergeared turns. That's my experience. Good <laughs> <laughs> start. Yeah, at least you I tried. Did, I didn't it. enjoy it. I didn't enjoy <laughs> it. That that sort of brings us to the next question, though. So. You guys, what do you find most fun about healing and is there a specific class you like best for it? You want me to go first? Yep. Okay. I think 
what I find most fun about the role is that it's really dynamic, as in you could go into a dungeon and that you've done a hundred times over, and depending on what your other players do, your role could be completely different. Like you could go through a run where the chain cold aggro, the DPS do what they need to do, they interrupt, they do whatever, and your run's perfectly smooth. Then you go through the dungeon again, and people don't do that, and all of a sudden you're like, there's things to do. So <laughs> I just find it, every run is so different as a healer. That's yeah. what I really like. And I love the fact that if you do everything right, everyone stays alive yeah. with their help, obviously, because, you know, DPS, I know they need to interrupt and CC, and, but it's mostly us. Always us, isn't it, Cinder? It is. <laughs> yes. That, that for me, is the most fun thing, is the ultimate power. Because yes. like this is the evil, this is the evil side of me. But you're being rude. I'm not going to heal you. <laughs> exactly. You're a jerk. No heals for you. It sucks there to be you. There have runs where, particularly lower runs, where you get some very arrogant players. Mm-hmm. And I have held myself to, how can I keep you alive without actually directly healing you at times? <laughs> Little games like that you can play if they're being really. Oh rude. no, I let them die. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, like especially if I've given a warning, like if it's in a dungeon and it's like, dude, you're not the tank, stop pulling stuff. If they keep doing it, I'm like, cool, okay. And I'll tell them, like, I'm not healing you anymore. Um, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, man, look, sorry. And, you know, great, cool. But other times they just keep doing it and I sit there and I laugh at them as they die. And then they're like, you're so useless. And I'm like, no, no, I told you I wasn't going to heal you. <laughs> it's the evil side of me. I'm, I'm totally a bitch sometimes, but that's the that's the thing for me that I find most fun is that I have a bit of, you know, a power control thing. Do. But on the flip side, it's also incredibly nice when if you finish a run, like particularly if it's been a hard run where, mm. it's, you know, things aren't going right and you've kept everyone alive. Yep. When people say thanks at the end, it's just like, oh, my goodness, that was so kind of you. Like, <laughs> yes, I am awesome. awesome. Thank you for Thank noticing. You very much. <laughs> No, I just find healing's fun. And particularly like in dungeons, you're the only one with that role in there. Mm. I'm not I mean, I know tanks are there, but I don't tank, so I can't talk. So it's all from a healing perspective. And it's sort of nice being the only one in there knowing that they re- do rely on you mm. most of the time. So it's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. In a specific class, of course I'm gonna be biased and say druid, but <laughs> yeah, I started druid. <laughs> I started with a holy priest. Um when I was raiding back on my mage, our holy priest started leveling a mage and I went, Well, you know what? I'll level a holy priest and then we can swap over when we feel like it when raiding. And um, I was really stubborn and everyone's like, you'll have to go shadow or disc if you want to level. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm leveling <laughs> a holy priest. I'm questing as a holy priest. I oh did all God. that. But um, I found that like little dungeons, holy priest was so mana intensive and like dungeons were a nightmare. As a brand new healer, all I was doing was drinking. I'm like, oh my gosh, the tank's like four meters down the dungeon pulling yeah. everything. I've got no mana. I got all the way to 85 and I started raiding on her. Still mana issues, but she was nice. I like golden, beautiful spells. Then I thought I'd level a druid. And she wasn't going to be a resto. She was um, balanced. And I got to about level 30 and I would queue some people to do a dungeon. We had too many DPS. So I went healer. I thought, oh, this is going to be bloody awful. Mana issues, you know, it's going to be scary again. And my druid was a breeze. Everything was intuitive. <laughs> I could chase a tank quickly in cat form if I had to. I never had any mana issues. Druids can, I always say they can run on the smell of an oily rag. Like they can have no <laughs> mana and they can still put a heal out. And I just went, this is amazing. So I immediately went to my radio and said, when my druid gets to 90, uh, sorry, 85, I want to swap. And they went, yeah, okay. If, that's what you, if you can heal on her, that's fine. You can swap because you're doing the same role. And they were really kind because we had another druid healer. And she's like, no, I don't mind. And I got to 85, swapped her over. That was when we were doing, um, Oh, my goodness, why can't I think of the words? 
It's the one after Firelands. Dragon Soul. Yeah, we're doing Dragon Soul. And I've never been off her since. So I'm biased because I reckon Druids are awesome. <laughs> They are, because mm. they're, they are. I can't play one to save my life. I can't do it. I can't do it to save my life. But I think, I I don't think it's fair to say that there is one that is best for being a healer. I think that. It's what each, you play best. Yeah, it's not, what you play. That's exactly it. Not a holy priest. <laughs> yeah, probably not a holy priest. Not right now anyway. Maybe later. Maybe they'll fix it. Yeah, maybe they they'll really fix need it. to fix it. Um, yeah. Once they do, it'll be bad. It was really strong in like Oldua, I remember, in, in Wrath. It had a really niche role um, in raiding um, and it was really, really strong. And I remember a lot of guilds running on Holy Priest instead mm-hmm. of Disc. I'd I don't like remember it. why, but it was really strong. It's the closest healing class I find to a Druid too. Like the spells are, it's hard to, hard to sort of imagine it, but because I've played all the healing classes, and I love Druid healing so much. Holy is the one that comes closest to it. So it'd be really nice if they make it viable so I could have a Holy Priest as an alt again. Maybe yeah, that's right. why I can't do Priest or Druid. Like I can't heal on either of them. So if they're the same, maybe that's why. I sort can of the do... same. Like you've got your Wild Growth and then you've got a Holy Priest ability that's really similar and re- um, Life Bloom. You've got to uh, renew and all that. So I just find the spells sort of similar. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, back to, like, what what if there's a specific class that's best for this, It exactly as you were saying before, that um, it is what class you prefer to play best um, that you're going to be strongest at. Because I don't think that, except for the Holy Priests, poor fellas, mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to stack Disc Priests, so that might, um, yes. you know, limit your ability to play a Disc Priest. Um, but, you know, you kind of want one of all of them in a raid, mm. you don't want to have too many of the same one because, you know, all your masteries start taking over and start to be rubbish and whatnot. But I think that um, some of the classes as well are, are pretty good at different types of things. Like, you know, you've got better tank healers and raid-wide healers and stuff. So I kind of think, I don't know, I'm basically just trying to say play whatever you want like what you what you feel most comfortable with as opposed to what you think is going to be, oh, this is definitely the best healer class. It's not quite the same as DPS. And um, if you want to heal and you don't really like the class you're on, try it because you might find another healing class that yeah. suits you to a T. Yeah. So level all the healing alts. All, <laughs> all of the healers. Just all of it. them. And then you can say, I know what healer I want to be. Yeah. But what do you find the most fun, Cinder? Um... You know, it's that I, I I love my shaman. She is she is my favorite, and I love healing on her. Um, but there are periods of time where I am just a walking cooldown, and I hate that um, because it, once people stop taking damage and and they start knowing the fights and whatnot, you kind of your mastery is useless, and you just sit there spamming chain heal. And as fun as that is, and it actually really is fun seeing the different patterns that it makes. Um, it's you know. <laughs> that's, that's not- we're there for. Wow, We're not that there. was a pentagram. <laughs> yeah, <Awesome. laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that's kind of why in the downtime I fall back on my holy pally because I really like pally healing. I like all the hands. That sounds really bad, but, you know, I like she's handsy. Um, but I really like that there's that oh shit lay on hands button to save someone last second. There's something really satisfying about seeing somebody who is on the brink of death and you save them. It's, it's really helps with that um, 
that class imagery and whatnot. Um, so I like I love my shaman, but I think Holy Pally feels more fun. So I'm hoping with the Legion stuff, my shaman will feel a bit more like with totem changes and stuff that they're doing. If they can make totems more meaningful, I think that that will help with that the class imagery and stuff as well. But that's just me. What about you, boys? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. In all seriousness, no, no, no. I, cool. I have the most fun stealing people's heels by healing first. <laughs> <laughs> I love being the sniper. I love, um, oh, oh, oh. Um, you were at uh, at twenty percent health. Um, I see. I will just, you know, swiftman rejuve, you know, and boom, you're full. Ah. No one who, else gets any healing. It's who cares if a shaman could have really gotten off on healing that person? Who cares? <laughs> They're still casting surge. <laughs> I've already healed them. That's what I love. I love yeah, just you know padding the meters. No, <laughs> uh, no, uh, the same things that you've already said. You know, it, it's gratifying to be able to do um, do well and keep people alive. Especially during progression, it's extremely fun. Um, pushing, you know, your mana to the limit and getting the most out of it is is what I find the most fun. That's why I like the proving grounds a lot because it was all, you know, reactive with your cooldowns and, and handling your mana and, and and being effective mm-hmm. and keeping your little NPCs alive. <laughs> There's one of them that's a smartass though. In the proving grounds, yeah. I can't remember which one is. Oh, someone that Girl. goes. Yes, yeah, and something about, you know, oh, maybe you should have dispelled yourself first before paying attention to other people. I'm like, maybe I'll let you die first next, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's yes. such a cow. Wow. <laughs> Just dead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claw, I know, like, I know you haven't healed, but with you being, um, like, with your tanking and stuff, have you found in dungeons, is there a particular healer type when you go in, you go, oh, shit, this is going to suck because they're not great or vice versa? Uh, someone below 640 eye level. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's okay. not able to carry me through the dungeon. Well, I'm about 710 on my monk, so I've got enough survivability that I can just run in, pull the room, and tank it with a reasonable healer. If they're undergeared, mm. if I lose track of any mobs or anything and DPS start taking damage, mm. and I, I just don't happen to have anything to pull them off, like my taunts on cooldown, or I've been using chi explosion, if that's not even close to being the AOE, then that's sort of struggle. But when it comes to a particular healer on a good day, ah, uh, Druid. Oh, you guys I, are biased. I, Whatever. I just, like, <laughs> I just know that Druids have strong single target heals yeah. when need be. So, And having a constant uh, pot on me just to constantly heal me just is mm. a nice little security blanket. Mm. Yeah. And if all um, else fails, there's always Trank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love the, the Trank oh shit button. And I like that, I mean, like, yeah, to be fair, I think Druids do have one up aside from all of the other stuff, which, you know, I'll let you guys have that. But the fact that you guys have your battle res is actually a really big deal. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Really helps. Yeah, it does. It's the strongest battle res in the game, mm. generally. It's, yeah, essentially, it's no it doesn't cost anything, yeah. Because every other one, either like warlocks have the cast time and mm. DKs have to have um, runic power or whatever it is. Mm. Um, Actually, technically, hunters have a battle res in a pet. But they never that's do just it. Awkward. 
Yeah. Well, because uh, you're supposed to like do that lone wolf thing or something anyway, so you don't depends on really... spec. Yeah. Okay. If you're playing beast mastery, depending on what buffs your group has, you may as well just have that pet out if you mm. buy that buff anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a little bit clunky. I couldn't really say what the best class is. Um, I know the best class for proving grounds is a druid, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, the Holy Pally, Shaman, Druid. Those are my three favorites because um, they're, the, I think, are the three strongest. And when you have them all together, I think they make the best team. Yeah. So I think those three are the strongest. But saying that, the other healers aren't bad. Like, they're <laughs> still really good. So, except for Holy Priest, nobody knows. Oh, <laughs> poor Holy Priests. Uh, alrighty. So, what advice would you folks give to new players or players thinking of taking up healing? Don't play Holy Priest. <laughs> <laughs> play Disc. It's, a, it's yeah. a decent piece of advice. Until Legion, until Legion, and they change it all and make Holy Priest the most OP healer in the game, yeah. then yeah, don't play Holy Priest. Play something else. <laughs> Alright. So, okay. So, we don't play a Druid because, as he said, it's very similar. Well, if someone was after a particular play style of, like, healing, what would you suggest for each sort of role? So, Cinder. Um, uh, As in, like, single target hots or... Yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, when Z was talking about how druid healing feels a bit similar to priest healing... Um, for me, resto shaman healing feels very similar to holy pally healing, um, in in the way that I actually have exactly the same keybinds for the spells that are the same for each player, if that makes sense. And so then it just comes down to the mastery. So I find that with my pally, she's a lot better for keeping your tanks up, for example, because the you know things like hand of sacrifice and um, having the the hand of protection. Hand of protection now, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, stopping all the damage and stuff on another player and stuff. You actually get to feel really strong and like you you kind of saying, Hey, screw you, boss man, I can deal with this. Um, so I find that um, you know, pallies are really great if you want to have a really big ego. Um <laughs> No, it's true, it's true. Um the shamans, um, like I said, sometimes you just feel like a walking cooldown because Healing Tide Totem is lovely. It's a really nice cooldown to have um, and can be very helpful. Um, and if people are taking a bucket load of damage, you can really kick ass. So um, in Gore Fiend, before people were geared for it, in Gore Fiend with yeah. the Feast of Souls bit, everyone's stacked up. You drop your Healing Rain, you drop your Spirit Link Totem, which is the best spell in game. Um and, you know, you watch your numbers just skyrocket, like bitch healing with chain heal through that. It's glorious. It's really, really glorious. Um, so there's a lot of potential for really great raid healing in that. Um, but that's, I don't know, that's what I think. I just have this image in my head of all these holy pallies in that, in that situation where you've just dropped the link, you've dropped the tide, and <laughs> they've thrown out the DA and then just given you the finger as yep. you stream past them with your massive healing because <laughs> they've got no cooldowns. Oh, that, yeah. Holy Pally. Funny. <laughs> I lo- look, I, yeah, Holy Pallies are good at stopping a bit of damage, whereas Resto Shamans are really great at, oh, you're hurt here, let me throw a bucket of water on you, I'll help you, I'll make you feel better. 
It's reminded me of that picture I've seen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a really great comic. I'll, I'll we'll find the link. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a link and put it on Twitter. It's great. Um, what so about, what about you, Z? What do you think? Oh, I'll just look at it from a George point of view. That's because, what a, like, um, sorry, I'm very tongue-tied when I get put on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, our bread and butter is our hots, which is one of the reasons why I say George can run on the smell of an oily rag. Like, even if you've got no money, you can still put a rejuve out and it's going to tick away on someone slowly, which is great as long as they're not taking massive damage. But the change, like, with Druids, we've got so many direct heels too that particularly once you start to overgear um, an instance, you can stop being a re- uh, hot healer and just move straight into regrowth and healing touch spam, which are quite manner intensive, but they're big direct heals. So that's what I sort of like about Druids. It's the best of both worlds is you'll be able to put your hots on everyone and two rejuves, um, a life bloom on ticking away on someone. And then if you hit Genesis, which I've only started using lately, which I absolutely love because I just think it was a terrible weak spell and it's actually not. It's quite good. It gives us burst healing. Um, you put one of, like, so you pop everything on, then, and then you hit someone for a really strong healing touch, and you'll just watch their health come straight up, which is amazing. And then, of course, we've got our little efflorescence, which is the little green circle that people try to run out of all the time. <laughs> but the changes to that mean you can now chase them with your circle. And that, that is absolutely fantastic spell. Seriously. Yeah, why couldn't they do that with healing read? Like, how come you guys can move it? whenever you want, and I've got to we sit can, there and cast it every time. We now have 100% uptime on it, so you should <sighs> basically never see that falling off someone in my wow. opinion. Because it's quite, it's, yeah. once it's up, if everyone's stacked, you don't have to move it, so you don't need to worry mm. about wasting your mana, particularly if mana's getting tight. Get everyone stacked in there, and it's just constantly ticking away on a few people. All right, so, so I've got a quick really, question about that fucking butt-in. Yes. With the Druid Circle and the Shaman Circle, which one is stronger? I have never done. Mine feels three. Yeah. Yeah. Healing rain is stronger, um, but it's a shorter duration. Mm. And it costs more mana. And you've got to cast it. And you have to cast it. So it's very specific. Whereas the druid can just sort of put it down where they want. They can put it on one person if they wanted to. Like it doesn't really matter. They just sort of keep it around. And it does like a bucket loads of healing. Mm. Cool. So, so far the impression I'm getting is if you want to have a big ego, go for a holy pally. If you want to throw buckets of water at people, be a shaman. If you want to be a bit laid back and watch things happen, be a druid. That's, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. exactly what it is. You can be a little <laughs> bit more laid back on a druid. Like, you still got to keep an eye around, but you pop a couple of hots on them and then you can sort of look away and check on someone else. Whereas, so it's like, oh, yeah, I know you'll be fine for a bit. There's no big damage coming in. You've got my... Life bloom, my redo rolling on you. That should, unless you go and stand in something that you shouldn't be standing in, that'll keep you going. So now I can look over here and see what this person's off bloody mm. face tanking or something. <laughs> um, and so then we've got disc priests, which again I'm really not great at, but they're pew pew healing. Does someone want to talk about disc priests who's done it? Because I've not. I've only ever done it at low level, so not really. I can't talk about it. I did it in characters in LFR. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd that go for you? <laughs> Howard Shield. Howard Shield. Howard Shield. Her uh, healing. Oh, um, dear. What's their cooldown called? I forget. Uh, that, no, that was my, yeah. I uh, know. That was my experience. Oh, oh, and smiting every now and then. Yeah. 
and rocketing to the charts and leaving every other healer for dead going, yeah. Oh, yeah. bastard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my experience with this priest. Yeah. <laughs> I think with um, this priest, essentially, if you uh, – because you you do healing by hurting things. Yeah? Yep. Essentially. This priest. Yeah, don't you – like you, you hit the boss? You can't. You can, but it's not very good. Ah, okay. They they tried to make it work. They're going to bring it back in Legion, apparently. Yeah. But right now, you just sort of throw bubbles on everything. Oh, just okay. Sort of sit around. Yeah. They always look pretty, though, and that's why I get sad. And same with druids. Like druids and priests have really beautiful transmogs, and that sh- that's a factor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have listening you at seen home, my male troll. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, <the> ugly thing. <laughs> If you want to play a druid, play an alliance druid so that you can be a night elf and you can be beautiful because their transmogs are gorgeous. And then priests, you know, that's fine. You can wear whatever you want. They've got pretty dresses and stuff. Like that's it's a very important factor. (laughs) Maybe, maybe your healing role choice will come down to who has the prettiest outfits. So it is worth going on Wowhead and having a look at the transmog sets. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They've got some really lovely stuff. The purple yeah. set that comes out of Karazhan right here. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. Particularly on a night elf or a blood elf. Beautiful dresses. See, very important. And we've just convinced everyone to go and play priests. <laughs> <laughs> Except Holy. Yeah, don't do Holy. <laughs> don't play Holy. No. Play Holy. <laughs> um, well, we're moving on to the next question. Like, yeah. what are we actually discussing? Um, are we going to give new advice to players? Like, what is our advice? Um, Yes, mm-hmm. give some advice, see. Okay. Um, first advice is try it. Don't be scared. People are so scared of taking up healing, probably because, like, particularly in dungeons, you are the only one, but don't be scared. Um, do be prepared to grow a really thick skin, particularly at the start, and it may not be anything you've done, but healers face a lot of flack if things go wrong. Um, best example I had was when I was um, on my priest in end time. And I'd done an absolutely amazing run with a tank that held everything, DPS that interrupted, and the run went beautifully. And, like, there's a lot of healing to do because those dungeons were quite tricky. But everything mm-hmm. went smoothly. I immediately queued and got back into the same dungeon, completely different group, and it went to poo. Bloody people died left, right, and center. And, like, I'm like, I'm doing the same stuff. But it was simply came down to the just the different group dynamics. And they were like, you shit healer. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? I just did this. And. We did it fine. So pay attention to what other people are doing. You know, don't take it all on yourself. If um, people are not interrupting or if people are off pulling 4,000 extra mobs in the tank's lost aggro, you won't be able to. (laughs) And if they're standing in the fire, you won't be able to keep up. But do have a look at this (laughs) If you're not paying attention, people can go from full health to low health really quickly. So you do have to constantly have your face on the screen. I've always said, like, as a healer, I never actually see what the raid looks like. I'm always looking at my bars, making sure that they're green. And it's only if you go into a raid and stop being a healer that you're like, oh, look at that. There's decoration on that wall. Or that boss actually has green skin because you don't look at it. You're looking at your bars. And yet they still can't see fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and learn to prioritize, definitely. Um, I always try and follow my tank around because they're the ones that are probably going to keep me alive. Um, so if a DPS goes running 4,000 metres in the other direction to your tank, let them go if that's mm. what they want to do. Unless your tank's being an absolute asshole to you, then follow the DPS. 
but <laughs> prioritize too. So, and if you've got someone that's standing in avoidable damage, taking all your resources, um, and it's avoidable, fair enough if it's like a quick, they put their toe in poison or something, heal them. But if they're standing there being an absolute turd, taking all your mana, feel free to let them go. Mm. The worst that will happen is maybe you'd all wipe. The best that would happen is maybe they'll learn that a healer can't heal them through stuff that they're not meant to be standing in. Because it's better to let one person go and have enough mana and attention for four other people in the dungeon than put all your attention on someone who's doing something really stupid. Um, the, another example is um, back in Cataclysm because there's a dungeon that was so good for it. One of the Zul dungeons had lots of green patches of fire and people would uh, green patches of poison. People would love to stand in it <laughs> and you couldn't heal through it. Yeah. So it's like if they would, because we had a rogue when I was raiding. Um, in, back in Alliance and we used to run dungeons together and he would never get out of it. It's just like, I can't heal you. So I ended up stopping healing him and he would die every fight. And it's like, I'm really sorry, but look at your feet. I'm keeping all these people alive. Mm. I can't look at you because you're doing something stupid. If you moved out of it, I'd heal you up straight away, but you stay in it. And so that's my advice. Just like look at what everyone is doing as well as being aware of your healing, but try and look at your players as well. Get an idea of what they're doing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think um, the having a thick skin is definitely a good piece of advice to have. Um, maybe not quite so much as tanking. Like I think tanks still cop it worse than anybody else, mm. um, but healers do still cop a lot. Um, and what you'll find, well, I don't know about you guys, but for myself I find that I know – a bit more about the mechanics as a healer than I do when I'm DPSing because I know what's going to hurt people. Um, and so I find myself like on, um, on siege of Ogrima, the uh, Galacrest fight, the one with the dragon that comes down, you've got those mobs and you've got all of the um, other, like the NPCs that are helping you. And if the NPCs die, you wipe the actual, the actual thing that you were supposed to do in that fight was stun, steal, trap, whatever stop those NPCs from actually getting hit. However, if you were in LFR, that kind of stuff would never happen and it was expected that you would heal up those NPCs. Now, those NPCs had millions of health and your tiny little 20K heals don't do jack shit on them. Um, so, you like, I found myself, like, there was one particular fight where we'd wiped again and the healers, like, all of us, like, and we were doing really well um, as best as we could. Um and, yeah, they're like, you healers suck, you're pathetic. And it's like, actually, no, you're supposed to stop them and stun them. And this one guy goes, yeah, well, I've done like a half million K heal on these guys. And I'm like, well, then you fucking do it then. And then I left the group because I totally rage quit at that point in time because I was really not happy. But it is something that I find myself um, noticing is that when I'm healing, I'm a little bit more aware of, um, you know, what's actually happening within the fight. Um because I know I have to, I have to know what's going to hurt. I have to know if the tanks are about to get completely smashed in the face. Because if that happens and I'm not prepared, I mean, there's not a lot as a shaman that I can do about it. But you know, I still have to know that I'm going to have to bitch heal that guy up really quickly. Mm. Um, you know, you need to, you need to know these things. So I think for me, my piece of advice to new players is, you know, if you if you're going to do it, please do because it's so incredibly rewarding. Um, Get to know the fights beforehand so that you can pick the points in time where people are going to take um, a lot of damage. Um, biggest ones that are easier to deal with are when there's like big AOEs going out. You know, what cooldowns do you have? 
if you're in an organized group, then generally your um, raid leader will probably allocate times that your healing cooldowns will get used. Um, but, you know, know the fights. That's that's my advice, I think. What about you, boys? Um, for advice to new players, you've covered a lot already. I think when it comes to the first time that you are healing, just be prepared for people to take damage. Don't wait around. Um, oftentimes you want to be healing before they take damage. That's kind of one of the things that you need to learn is like what Cinder was talking about, knowing when the damage is going to happen. And that just comes with learning the fights. So, And, you, and you're not going to know that until you actually do it. Mm. So just get in there, um, try it out, be prepared for people to stand in the fire, be prepared for things to go wrong and just test yourself to see if you can deal with it. And that's the, the joy of, of, of healing is being able to handle all these crazy situations that silly people put you in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's my advice. Just be prepared to, to deal with anything and everything that can happen and learn your abilities so that you know, you know, this one's your AOE, this one's your big heal, you know, this one's your cooldowns, you know, know, know how you're going to help everybody mm-hmm. with which ability and that'll, that'll get you through easy. You pick um, it up. You just reminded me of something else that is a really good thing to keep in mind is if you are healing for the first time, don't panic if everybody is not at 100% health all the time. It's not a problem. You, you know, you can let people sit at 80% health or something for as long as you need to. Um, it's not vital that you waste a bucket load of mana really quickly getting somebody up to 100%. You can use slower heals in lower periods of damage to slowly get them back up to full health. Um, don't panic if people are not at, at full health. It's not the end of the world. They're not going to die unless they do it. Then it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Zero no. to 100. Yeah. No, no, no. no. But see, that, was, that was something that I kept doing. I kept, when I first started healing, I was like, oh, that person's at 95% health. I have to get them to 100. That bar has to be full. Otherwise, it's all going to be my fault. And I would use really fast heals that are so mana expensive to get them up to 100%. And then they'd stay at 100% for a really, really long time because nothing was happening for a while. It's like, well, I could have used less, ex- less expensive heals and just waited a little bit. So don't don't panic. That's why druids are handy because we can pop a yeah. reach on everyone, and then as we're running between bosses or something, it'll slowly be ticking away. But yeah, so particularly if a fight has just ended and people are low, don't go crazy spamming to get them up mm. super fast. Unless, of course, you're going to face a trash mob or something straight away. Yeah. But I mean, most of the time you've got time afterwards to bring people up. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that we should go on to the next question, which sort of leads in from what we've been talking about with the advice in what preparation do you need to start healing? What are some of the fundamental things that you'll need to have to, to be able to accomplish the role? Cinder? (laughs) Um, I think it basically it just preparation comes down to um, knowing the fights, um, being, prepared so as you were saying neuro you know learning your spells learning which one's your fast heal and which one's your slower heal um i think in wad they made i don't know if all of them did this but all the ones that i've played um the fast heal and the slow heal heal for the same amount it's only their mana cost and their speed that have changed um and so if you know that there's a big period of damage coming up and somebody's still really really low health um 
you might want to cast your fast heals first to to bring them back up. So just know know what your spells do. Um, another really useful thing is to actually learn about your mastery and any other passive stuff that happens because there's a lot and I still stuff up quite a lot um, because I forget some of the things that um, that my shaman does passively. Like I've got, see, now I can't remember the name of the darn thing. Um, yeah, can't remember it at all. But if I do a particular spell, it gives me this buff where I've got two stacks of something that makes my next um, two heals of a particular type heal faster and they'll crit. And I, I don't use that effectively enough. Um, so go through your spell book and actually have a look at what your passives are or go on Icy Veins or Wowhead or whatever. Just, you know, have a look into into what cl- um, what your class can actually do and see how you can um, make the most of those passives because sometimes, like for me, as a shaman, um, some of them give me uh, mana back, which can be helpful because, you know, when you're standing around really bored and chain healing all day, that's pretty expensive and then you start running out of mana and then something happens, you're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have been wasting my time with all those chain heals. You so. said the drop mana tide totem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. That's not nice. That's really mean. I do. I do miss that. I miss it a lot. I have um because they took the mana gems away from mages as well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. innovate away from. Yeah. Yeah. On on my mage, I still have um on my bars the space where I had the button to click for my <laughs> mana gem. So the it's faded out on my bars. I'm never going to get rid of it. It will be there for historical purposes. Goodbye, Manager. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darkness, my old <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, in terms of preparation, know the fights, know what you're capable of. Um, I think. Um, oh, we don't have a question for add-ons. Maybe we could talk about add-ons yeah, here. We, yeah. We um, do. It's at the end. Oh, do we? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. There it is. Ignore me. We'll come back to add-ons later. Oh, we, we could do it now. It would be good now. Thing. Okay, all right, well, you guys go ahead because I've talked for heaps. Um, I'm going to suggest something that is not an add-on for preparation uh, mm. for Achillea. Um Have mana potions <laughs> and water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your bags, like lots of water. <laughs> when you first start, you'll need to sit down and drink a lot, so you'll need to have um, – a way to recover your mana quickly um, mm-hmm. and also have a way to recover your mana during the fight, which comes in the form of potions. So have those two things ready to go whenever you're going to go in and do some healing. If you've got a crazy tank that runs between each pool and you need a drink, make a macro so you can spam it in party chat that says, wait, I need mana. Like, <laughs> I had one of them and it was the best thing because I could just hit one button and put this line of text in the chat saying, yeah. stop, drink, don't pull while I'm actually drinking rather than trying to type it out. Mm-hmm. That's very good advice. Yeah. So we wanted to go on to add-ons. Um, everybody has their own, I guess, but I think all three of us use Voodoo. Yeah. Love Voodoo. Yeah. But I think <laughs> that we do it differently. Yes. Um, just in the way that you set up your uh, key bindings, the way the size of the frames, you know, what's showing most importantly, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure if we looked at each other's bars for the same add-on, it would look completely different. And I'd be like, what the hell are you doing, Cinder? Why is it covering your whole screen? <laughs> it doesn't what's cover the whole screen. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I have like, a giant on. Mac. I have lots of real estate, man. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I... I, I 
thought that, um, and I'm probably wrong, but um, Z, you and I have had conversations about how we use voodoo um, mm. in the past, and I think you and I do it differently. Like I have mine set up so that um, I use my mouse to click on the um, the raid frames, the voodoo raid frames, to do particular spells. So, and I got the impression that you didn't do that. Oh, I do some of it. Um, my basic spells. So I use I use voodoo as my raid frames when mm-hmm. I'm healing. So I and always have it sort of in the middle of my screen. Mm-hmm. So I use like left click, right click, shift left, shift right, mm-hmm. um, and a middle mouse and shift on all those modifiers um, as just whatever basic spells. But then I also use a ton of mouse over macros. Yeah. Um, so I use them as on on my keybinds and I just but I use voodoo to fire them off by putting my mouse over the voodoo panel. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, that is what I do too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yep. love mouse over macros and voodoo makes it I mean you could use that on normal raid frames, but I like yep. to be able to click on people as well. So just to clarify for those that might not quite understand what a um, mouse over macro is, um, it allows you to cast a spell on a particular raid frame. Um without actually having to click on the target. So um, it, it makes it a lot faster. It saves you time. Uh, you just push your buttons on your keyboard and it activates the abilities for you. I got in the habit of using them when I was doing a lot of PvP healing, like in 40-man groups, because you could see a person getting damaged and no way could you find their that particular tune, or I couldn't anyway, mm. um, that particular tune in such a massive raid frame. So I started making mouse over macros for all my main heals so I could just put my mouse over the, even over the um, character in front of you, like you don't need to actually be over the rage screen. You can just put it over a character, and your spells will still fire on them without them actually needing to be targeted. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. a nice and fast way of healing. So I've always been in the habit then of using a bit of both. But yeah. with Voodoo and all my, because um, I have so many different hots, I Voodoo also lets you have because they have raid panels. You can also set up, um, put a little shading on them, a little. I use um, bar icons that tick down that show me who's got rejuve rolling on them or yeah. who's got a life bloom so I can see who has already got a um, a heal rolling on them so I don't have to worry about them. If they've got a rejuve rolling on them, they've got mild damage, I can just leave them knowing that that will fill them up and go on to someone else on my raid frames because when I went in to do the dungeon with my new druid, she didn't have rejuve, um, the rejuve indication on voodoo. Mm. So I was rejuving people three or four times over that's already have one rolling on them yeah so that's really handy function when you're going to have spells that will tick over on people yeah it's also got a thing um uh, so i do that with um my shaman as well with riptide and stuff and and have that counting down and keeping track of um earth shield and whatnot mm-hmm. um on my holy pally it's actually got this really great functionality that um suggests targets for particular spells I haven't seen it on my shaman, but on my holy pally, it, it put it will put an indicator that says you should cast um, holy radiance. I think which is the AOE cast mm-hmm. holy radiance on that person, or do the holy shock like the holy radiance holy shock thing on this particular person. Or if you go towards here, do light of dawn. You're in a good position for that. So it's got some really useful, like really powerful stuff that helps mm-hmm. you. Like it seems to analyze how close people are to each other and how strong your abilities are going to be in relation to where people are. Um, it can be incredibly daunting. And I think this, I think mm-hmm. uh, healing, setting up a healer in WoW using add ons and whatnot is the most daunting th- thing. Um, more I so have than. I some advice for that. Yes, actually. please go for it. 
So we've been talking about making key bindings and, and mouse over macros and all that kind of stuff. Um, the way that I set up my healing uh, through my frames is this. Um, I like to use my WASD keys to move around my character. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like to do that. I do. Most new players will probably be using that to move around. Um, so those are some of the keys that you're already using. And you're using them to move your character. Uh, with a lot of healing, you actually have to stand still to cast your abilities, um, depending on what class you're playing. Uh, so I, I do it in certain ways. For my mouse, I bind all the abilities that I can use while I'm moving so that I can use my hand to move my character around without having to push other buttons. Um, That way it makes it easy when I can stop. If I'm stopped, I'm not using the keys to move my character. I can then free up those fingers to use my hard casting abilities um, because I'm standing still. And vice versa. So that's the way that I do it, and that's I think that's a really good way to set it up for me, at least, and not yeah. for everybody. I think that that is the really big thing at the end is um, you need to make it work for yourself, because um, what you're saying works really well for you. For me, I'd panic, and also because all of my stuff sets is set up exactly the same across all of my healers. My right click is always my instant. Um, you know, my left click is always my casual heal or whatever. Um, I'm so used to my mouse because that's what works for me. But your process, that's what works for you. And so if you're new to healing, um, firstly, be aware that, you know, it may not go so well the first time. Just keep trying and figuring out, um, you know, what is going to work for you in terms of, um, you know, do you do you want to use your mouse more or do you want to use your, your keyboard more for, for setting off your heels and whatnot? Um, you've got to figure out what's best for you. You have time to learn. Like a level 15 druid has two healing spells. Yeah. So, and then you slowly get them. So you have, particularly if you go into a dungeon the minute you hit 15 or you start, I guess, even doing a battleground at 15, you have time to learn your spells and where you need to put them so that you can easily access them and get them onto the, pe- the people that need them. So it's you could look at a fully matured healer, like level 100, and go, oh, my gosh, where do I start? Mm. If you start back at, like, you actually level a healer from the start. You get eased into it. You yeah. don't get presented with a million healing spells that you need to work out what is the best, like what's your cheap heal, what's your fast heal. Yeah. I once made a setup for my shaman mm-hmm. where everything was bound to my mouse and yeah. I didn't actually need to touch the keyboard and I, wow. called, it my, I called it my LFR setup. <laughs> so I could just sit back and like watch something and yeah. just use my mouse to heal and I would just like click over there if I wanted to move and then no. <laughs> it was really, really lazy. <laughs> so you can set it up however you like. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I'm really impressed that you could actually make it all fit. <laughs> Well, I have a Naga, so it's got 12 buttons. Oh, you've got so the 12. Okay, so, yeah. I've, only, I've only got the 6, so, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, if you don't want to use Voodoo, because like we've been saying, it is a, like it's quite detailed and if that feels a bit daunting, there are other um, healing add-ons out there. Um, a, we'll be honest, I'm not 100% sure which ones are still being updated. Um, when I first started healing, I used Grid and um, Grid. It had a, another add-on, Grid Click Sets or something like that, which helped me do the mouse overs. Um, and that really just made a mouse over version of the existing WoW raid frames, which worked really well for me as a as a beginner. 
Um, and then I hit a point where I'm like, oh, but I'd, I'd like to be able to track this and I want to see that. Um, but, yeah, if you jump on Curse and type in healing add-on for WoW, you will come across a whole bunch of things. And I do find that everyone is pretty um, my healing add-on is the best mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, you know, be prepared to try a couple. You will also find the school of people that think using a healing add-on is weak, basically. <laughs> but, oh, I can heal really well by targeting the person, casting your heal, targeting the next person. There are some people that can do it incredibly well. Yeah. Um, it does put a lot of time in if you are manually targeting off the raid frames and then choosing your heal. That's the beauty of the add-ons is they yeah. take away the having to target a person because you've got your raid frame in front of you click directly onto that so if you really wanted to try it without a healing add-on go for it but just be aware that it will take time and some in some instances you just don't have time Mm. in between people getting damages you've got your mouth moving over every single person casting heals if you're taking the time to move over to the raid frames target that person put your particularly if you're not using mouse over macros put your heal on them choose your next person so that's what the beauty of add-ons like um voodoo or I, I started out with Healbot, which is very similar to Voodoo. Yeah. It's just Voodoo's got a bit more functionality with it, and you can see a lot more detailed. But that was way back when. Healbot might very well be updated and could be very, very strong. I've just been using Voodoo for so long. I've never bothered looking into anything else. I have some advice for some newer players. Like, if you're brand new and you've started the game and you don't know anything about add-ons at all, you can actually use the Blizzard raid frames. Um, they have updated them a lot. Uh, they used to be really, really bad. Uh, now you can actually move them, resize them, recolor them. Um, they show all the debuffs, um, all your spell abilities as well. Um, all you need to do is just make it so that when you're in a dungeon, um, make it use the raid frames. Uh, just go into the section and choose use raid frames when in, when in five-man party, that kind of thing, um, and then set it up and resize it and move it around and get comfortable with it um, because it can actually be very, like, it's decent to use, especially if you're just starting out and you're just doing, you know, from while you're leveling kind of thing. I would suggest doing that. That's really good advice. I mean, like, I didn't have that option when I was learning healing because they, they weren't great. Yeah, they so were really bad, they, So, but now they're updated. really good. Um, another really useful thing as well, just if you are using a healing add-on, if you change servers or even change your name in game, before you do that, take some screenshots of all your settings because you'll probably lose them. Yes. Or, you know, put your folder of that, of like, I don't know, just make sure you have a backup of, of all your keybinds because seriously, there's nothing worse than having everything perfect and then logging onto your character after your server changed and go, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> it's pretty awful. My macros, my beautiful, beautiful macros. Yes, oh my god, yes, yes. There needs to be a way to export them or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Any other? Sorry, I'm so sorry. I was going to say something else and I've forgotten. Um, Oh, there was some advice that I got um, that I would recommend. Actually, if you're if you're not a beginning healer, but you're kind of still learning the ropes and you're struggling maybe with focusing too much on your healing bars and not enough on the mechanics that you're dealing with. Like if you keep getting hit by stuff when you're trying to heal people, Mm. my advice would be turn off the raid frames and actually turn on the nameplates of players Mm. and 
heal people through the nameplates and see how well you go. Because you'll watch everybody then. You'll see where they move to and what they're doing. And you'll see the abilities that are coming to hit them. Um, you'll see that one random hunter that stands over <laughs> in the back that's just disengaged <laughs> to try and get out of the that. fire. <laughs> and, you know, they're way, way, way over there. And you can see that, you know, there's a big rock that's about to hit them in the face and they're not moving. <laughs> they're looking the other way. Oh. And you know that you just got to get over there and heal them. Before, just use my name. <laughs> <laughs> when Claw is in a <laughs> Um, but yeah, it'll it'll get you in the habit of looking at what people are doing, and 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 as Z was saying before, if they're standing in the fire all the time, you kind of just want to let them die, you yeah. know. Um, and and you'll and you'll get used to um, the, knowing when the damage is coming and all that kind of stuff, and it'll get you moving your character around a lot more. I'll guarantee it because you'd be trying to get into range and trying to look where the frames are. It's it's hard. I'm not saying that it's an easy thing to do. It's extremely difficult, but it will actually help you in the long run to be more, like, visually active rather than looking at your bars, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so do you have any other add-ons that you use as well? Um, the only other one I would use is um, I put Tell Me When on because mm-hmm. it, it, oh, it does – way more than what I use it for. It's another one of those add-ons that's insanely powerful and I probably touch a fraction of what it can do. The only what I use it for is it tracks all my spell cooldowns. So I have, um, I actually set it up above my raid frames. with um, So it'll track my harmony, which is my druid mastery, which every time I cast a direct heal, it will then buff my heals. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to be recast. Every so often I have to cast another direct heal to keep it going. So I have a tell me when for that so I can see if it's about to drop off. I have tell me when's for my life bloom, which is a rolling hot that sits on people and ticks down. Um, used to be that you had three stacks of it now, so I used to have to be, keep track of all of it. Now it's only one, but again, it counts down really quickly, so I can see when that has fallen off someone. Um, I have so basically that's what I use it for any of my healing spells that have a cooldown. So I'm not looking at my bars; I get them right out of the way. So I just have the tell me when's up there, and they will pop up when a spell is either on cooldown or ready to be used. Yeah, I use it for passive. So the one I was thinking before is tidal waves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have I have it so that that will show up to let me know you've got two stacks of start tidal waves available. Um, yep. And it's also really helpful for legendaries. So if you're legendary ring at the moment, um, it like I have I have it set up. Um, it was a little bit complicated, so I'm really grateful to the person that shared it on um, MMO. Um, but I've got it set up so that you've got one little icon that will do one thing when it's available and then it will count down when it's being used and then it'll flash when the effect is happening and then it'll go back to being um, this is on cooldown and then it's now you can use this again. Um, sounds a little bit complicated, but it just it's one little button that shows you multiple states of that particular ability. Um, so, yeah, tell me when's or uh, weak auras. Um, Everyone's got a preference for what yeah. they like, I think. Um, they do much of the same thing. I just yeah. I find Tell Me When a bit easier, but other people find Weak Auras easier. I mean, they one that they both do is they can talk to you, and I have it set so that if Life Bloom ever falls out, it shouts, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That way if I'm not looking at the cards, I'm like, just hear this shouting down my headphones. I'm like, oh, yep. Yeah. I want to get Life Bloom rolling again because it should pretty much be up most of the time. I have one set up for my Ellie Shaman. Um, when my lightning shield drops off, it will put an, a lightning shield icon the size of my screen <laughs> flashing with a br- uh, blue background um, to tell me put your bloody shield back on because <laughs> I'm really yeah. bad at forgetting to do that. That's fair. They, those sort of things come in really handy. Anything yeah. that makes you 
have to, like, with the harmony, it's a buff on me, so it usually sits up on the top right corner or on my portrait frame, but I don't want to be looking at that. So that's why it's right there in front of mm. me. So that's, those little um, add-ons make life a little bit easier. Just yep. keep your attention where it needs to be and then they flash when you need to pay attention, need to do something else. Yeah. Um, I also use SCADA, which um, oh, yeah. shows threat. Um, because as a healer, uh, usually the threat will go tank and if DPS haven't done anything and you yet and you have, then it'll be you as a healer and then DPS. Um, otherwise it's that insane DPS that popped all their cooldowns at the start. <laughs> They'll be second and then it'll start being you. Again, um, just use my name. <laughs> bloody claw oh my god um no but it is uh, it is actually really useful to have um because if you can see that you're creeping up on the threat um that you you know let your tank know um or ease off a bit or something you know it's just it's handy to have i actually use voodoo to monitor my threat because it has a threat enabled thing in it and it highlights yeah. the characters that have it and stuff yeah i have that too but i have so much else on there as well that i don't see it as easily um i don't know that's just me i'm see everybody has their individual way yeah (laughs) all right here's a question is voodoo only useful as a healing add-on do you Uh, does anyone use it for dps i have it on all my tunes no matter what because every class has got something that they can cast like with a hunter you can use it to set up misdirect over your pet or over someone fast so that's so you don't have to click them and I find, like, with Mage, I've put Slowfall on a macro so I can just hover over. Oh, you're nice. <laughs> Usually it just goes on me, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being kind. so But I find that I always have it. Maybe I will, if I'm on a pure DPS ult, I will turn it off if I'm in something big like a raid because I don't need it and my raid frame's going. But I will normally always at least have it cast set for me because there's always something you can self-cast pretty much no matter what class you're on. So I have it on everybody. There you I think, go. I think, um, I mean, Euros said that the raid frames have really improved a lot, so maybe you'd probably do it a bit less than previously, but because Voodoo can show you so much of what's happening in a fight, you can see exactly um, what debuffs a tank has on them, for example, from the bosses, and you can track, you know, not just, you know, one tank but both of them. Um, it can be a good way to see what's going on, but um, I don't use it on any of my DPS characters. Um, because I if I don't cast slow fall on anyone, <laughs> I'm not very nice. <laughs> I use it on my druid when I'm DPSing yeah. because it lets me be res instantly. Yeah, that's so nice. I that's can just good. click on the frame and he'll like res them and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's useful for certain classes that you know do cast spells and stuff outside of the healing role. Mm. Um, but if you're you know a hunter or something that doesn't cast anything uh, at all. Then yeah, don't don't need it. Yeah. But you know, I think it, I think it looks better sometimes than the raid frames. You can resize it accordingly. Um, so it's up to you, really. Yeah, there's a lot of personalization. That's where I get stuck. I'm like, okay, this does what I want it to do now. How can I make it look nice? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Well, unless you've got something else. No, they're all the adult. Like for me, Voodoo. Tell me when Scarter. Yeah. Oh, I'm old uh, school. I used a cursive. That can be useful. Yeah, I used a cursive. Um, I don't use Voodoo to do a mind dispelling or anything like that. I find that it's 
I've just used it since the very, very beginning of when I started healing um, because the functionality of add-ons back then, you actually required a separate add-on to do your dispelling uh, of debuffs and poisons and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also have it set up so I can CC uh, in with the cursive um, because if the mind controlled or something like that, it comes up as a debuff and then I can you know, CC that particular target. So I use it for that, but it's not necessary. Um, okay. Um, the only other one that I use as well is, um, Hermes, which can track everyone's cooldowns. It's really useful if you're a raid leader, but, um, if you are in a big raid team, um, it can be really useful to see that, um, you know, Z's already used her trank and I've got healing tides. So for the next bit of damage, I really need to use that because she's got nothing left to save people, for example. Um, so yeah, that one can be helpful. Okay, well, we're back, uh, and we're going to be asking the last question that we have for healing, which is, um, what are we most looking forward to about healing in, in Legion? Or are we thinking about <laughs> healing in Legion? You know, like, Claw, are you going to be healing in Legion? Yeah. You're gonna heal yeah. Monk. Maybe they'll <laughs> fix holy priests. Maybe they will. Oh, <laughs> Maybe cool, holy priests. Yeah. I feel bad. Um, so... I'm looking forward to healing on my druid. Um, I really, really am looking forward to the class halls and all that kind of stuff and the weapons and, yeah, everything about it. So it's going to be really awesome. That's what I'm looking forward to. Druid. 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 Well, I'm yep. looking forward to I actually had a look at Legion stuff just for this because I've really been – if something pops up on a blog feed about Legion, I'll read it. So I'm not trying to avoid spoilers, but I haven't actively been seeking anything out. So I actually went and had a look at druids just to see if there's anything. And they're saying that pretty much we're going to be almost unchanged, which is quite nice. It was sort of the same mm-hmm. OP and Kata. We Druids haven't really been tweaked radically for quite a while, which is good. But I noticed that they're taking, there's going to be a perk for our artifact weapon, which is going to take away the need to channel Trank. So I'm really interested oh. in seeing what that'll be like. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually so awesome. It'll sort of be like Healing Tide Totem, where it just... Set yeah. it, forget it. Apparently it goes, and I did recently ask that we can do something else while it's being done, but I'm not sure how that I'd really be interested in seeing what that would be like because it sort of made me like a warlock's reign of fire. Yeah. Like hitch, hit Trank and then run away and do other stuff while it just rains down on people. Um, cool. But there's two other things that look really interesting. One is we're getting a spell that's going to randomly put flowers under people we heal. Like, I love druid effects, so I can't wait to see if that really is pretty little flowers that sprout up that's under awesome. people. I'm thinking something like my loons, you know, the toy in my loons call mm. where you get that mm-hmm. garden. I probably won't be that impressive, but imagine if it, that was sprouting up on the people. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be like, um, so as a shaman, we have an ability called Unleash Life, which mm. some people use and some people don't. Um, I do because it makes me run faster and that's fun. <laughs> um, but when you cast that, it does like a, a little naturey thing on us as well and puts like little little stuff under our feet too. Yeah, it'll be that- something similar to that. That's what I'm thinking it might be like. Yeah. That would be really awesome. And mm. then they are redesigning Druid Mastery, um, making it tie more in with our hots, which would be really interesting. So the more hots you have rolling on people, the more your healing is going to be increased. I mean, if we still get the ability to have two rejuves and a life bloom and then the the um, hot that comes if you don't have regrowth lift, which we won't be able to because that will be gone, um, we'll have a ton of hots rolling on people and that's gonna each hot's going to affect our healing ability and increase it. So I really like the sort of synergy that our mastery is now going to be tied to what we, what we should be doing, mm-hmm. which is um, hot. So that looks like it's going to be really fantastic. 
I'm looking forward to the stuff on the artifact weapons as well. Like Resto Shamans, uh, no changes at all, which, you know, if you go have a look at the Shaman forums, is apparently a big deal. Um, <laughs> like, no, no, this is great. <laughs> this is, I like it because it means I don't have to relearn anything and I can really focus on um, balancing the new talents with the new artifact weapon things um, mm. because there are some really fantastic things um, on the artifact weapon. Um, some of the big ones are, are really cool. One of them that I hope looks like what it does in my head, um, your Riptide has a 30% chance to leave a whirlpool under the target. Oh. And I'm like, that's going to be really cool. <laughs> it's going to look like you all weed your pets. Because <laughs> I'm so mature. Um, and there's uh, one of the talents. Um, I've talked about it before, but um, it's like you send out a wave um, in front of you. So it's kind of like a watery light of dawn for shamans. And I'm hoping that's actually a wave. Um, but I think there's, uh, like in Legion, there's going to be a lot of really fun healing things going on. Um, and I think, yeah. like, they've got this push going on for people to choose what is best for them personally as opposed to what is the best for the class. Like, what's going to give you the um, top heals? It's like, well, hang on, no, you should be doing it to be um, what what's a good combination for you. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to I mean the hardest part is going to be well where am I going to spend all my artifact power on my weapon because the two that I want the most are on the complete opposite sides. Um, so <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. My only my only concern that I have is that a lot of the really cool stuff for healers in Legion is on the artifact weapon, and after Legion we won't have that anymore. So I'm hoping that in the expansion after they try and keep some of those abilities or um, you know find a way to to make the healing a bit more interesting because it's, it is pretty, it's basic and, you know, as it should be and, and having all of this flavoring is really nice. I hope that they can carry that across next expansions. Mm -hmm. You're right. Or do you say what you want? He said Druid. Yeah. I like Druid. I'm looking (laughs) forward to it. It's going to be cool. So what's, Mm. what's this mystery claw bonus question? I'm so scared. Yeah, you better be. (laughs) So this is a topic of conversation that has come up between myself, uh, Val, most hunters I've ever experienced. <laughs> Why do we not get healed? Hunters? We don't, get, ki- we don't get healed. You disengage like five, 500 metres down from a healer. That's why you don't get healed. Standing you know in the what? back in the fire. Do you know what? I think one of the most common things that a healer hears is, how come you don't heal me? It's like, are you for real? Like, do you think that we're just ignoring you? Um, sometimes, yes. If you're an ass, <laughs> then probably, yeah, we're ignoring you. <laughs> no, but I'm I do... being completely serious here. I have noted it where I'll be in the batch with people and if someone, if you have to let someone die, it'll always be the hunters that you let die. Oh, no. No, I don't like letting hunters die because you're so useful. I just wonder really if it's found that on my druid. I'm on my hunter, like when I'm playing on my hunter, I've never found that. I don't know. I mean, I've experienced it for a few years now, and Val's experienced. And any oh. hunters that are listening, feel free to tweet us. Bet <laughs> you will get inundated with tweets from hunters regarding this. You guys are so self-sufficient, though, that you really yeah. don't need our heels. Like if all else goes to fail, you're feigned death. You yeah. put on your little thing. That's oh my gosh, I'm playing a hunter. Thank you. Like, to growl on your pet and send your pet to take the threat off you. You guys don't need us anywhere near as much as some 
In terms of made. classes that need heals, hunters, we don't have much in the way of self heals at all. Bond. I know, but you stay out of the trouble most of the time. The stuff you get into is your own cause. Oh, I'm going to send my pet to pull that mob that no one's looking at, or I'm going to disengage off a ledge. I'm thinking more of a rage. Barrage, barrage, barrage. I'm going to disengage off a ledge. You don't need us, Claw. It I all think it's because the healer, uh, like the hunters, are always doing specific mechanics. They're always yeah. trying to handle specific mechanics, and they're always like kiting a mob or standing yeah. on the special debuff, or you know, you know, taking the fire to a certain position, or you know, something along those lines. Or <laughs> and but it's just they are in more danger than anybody else, and they just die because they suck. I don't, out of our range. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I do. I have noticed in myself, and it's something that I am trying to improve on, and maybe this is why I don't ever heal you, apparently, Claw. Um, but there are some sections in my raid frames that I will favor over others. I find that if I'm just on autopilot and I'm just throwing out casual heals, I tend to um, do more on the top right-hand side of my frames than on the left. Um, so my main focus I have um, my tanks always set to the very left of the frames, and so I'll always make sure I'm getting them. And then I tend to move in like a backwards-shaped C, I suppose. So there's this, there is an area of things that I don't, of people that I don't focus on as much, unless they're like really dying and their bar's very low. I'm like, oh crap, I should save you. <laughs> but my I casual think it comes heals are down the same to. Place. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was just thinking about it, and I was just like, it comes down to the fact that the melee take a shitload of damage and we have to heal them all the time. Mm. And when the hunter takes some damage, it's like, oh, yeah, you actually took some damage from something? Wow. <laughs> like, we're sorry, we're busy actually yeah. healing the people yeah. over and here. And the mages, the I'm sorry, the mages um, are the worst, yeah? <laughs> mages are the squishiest. So you've just yeah. got some sort of sense that hunters will be fine. When Pretty probably. Hunters, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you're oh, like oh, low God. priority. Maybe you guys <laughs> just seem self-sufficient to us and now you're we telling aren't. us that we're not. We don't have self heals, so if we're low, we need to be healed. We can like mages can innovate if they've got the glyph. Uh, Warlocks have their own little ways to heal. Yes, we're totally going to take the exhilaration talent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm actually going to take that in mythic. Um, Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. All right. Well, there's there's a piece of advice for new healers: is make sure that you're healing your hunters because oh, in they're all going to cry at you, and, <laughs> and, and then you'll feel guilty about it all those times. I know. I'm sitting here guilty. going, "I'm the worst healer in the world. I'm such a bad person." I think Poor the best one is probably go, "That druid didn't heal us again tonight." Oh. Damn it! it just the best one dying. is. Why did you let my pet die? Why didn't you heal my pet? Yeah, come on. That's it. Actually, that is a question. Do you guys heal pets? No. No, you know, not even on my frames. <laughs> really? If I, have, if I have pets on my frames, I will heal it. And I usually try and leave a pet bar up there if I'm doing yeah. low dungeons because there's been heaps of times where the tank just goes and does something. You're like, Hunter, can you, or yeah. Warlock, could you get your pet out? Because we could do this with your pet. Yeah. So, And I will keep the pet alive. But in raid situations, I figure you can take care of your own pet. It'll okay. be fine. It'll stand in my effervescence or something. Yeah. yeah. I have, I did for um, uh, Heroic well, now Mythic, um, Dark Animus in Tot because we really made sure that pets, like we made pets do specific things as if they were their own players for the little, for the pulling of the the start of the fight. I don't know if you guys did it. Um, So 
it was at that point that I'm like, okay, I can actively heal pets. Maybe that's something that I should consider doing. I don't do it very often at all, but I do, same as Z, I do have a pet bar up and I think, um, like I notice if, if they're quite low, I'll chuck a riptide on them or something and <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> Just remember pets have a bonus yep. thing called avoidance, so they take 90% less damage from AoE effects. Mm. So unless they're getting targeted by something, they yeah. shouldn't be taking much damage at all. Yeah. Actually, that's one of the things I used to have the pet bar up for was because wild growth, which is my druid AOE, would nine times out of ten go on to a pet. Oh, really? So four people and a pet get wild growth in the dungeon. I'm just like, are you kidding me? So I did have it up for a long while, just out of curiosity, and then they changed it so it shouldn't target a pet as often. But it used to be the biggest bugbear. Oh, look, five people are getting damaged, but pet <laughs> get my tail. That's great. Thank you. Very helpful. Okay, well, I think that's it for all our questions about healing and stuff. Um, we want to add some stuff from tweets and emails. Yeah, we've received an email from our good friend Spanky Hunter. And the first paragraph here is to do with the topic from our Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, as a hunter, we must disengage off things, especially boss fights. I do it every tier. <laughs> this time it wasn't Zool, Nero, but it's Manoroth. <laughs> I went to do my normal jump spin disengage. Hunter knows how to do that to get the speed boost to run faster to next add. And he spun the wrong way. Aww, Spanky. <laughs> this is a hunter thing. It you haven't hunted unless you've disengaged off an edge. <laughs> it's uh, a rite of passage. Yeah, and going on to some healing. Uh, my experience with healing is it's something best left to other people to do. <laughs> I love my healers; they keep me alive through the stupid. <laughs> you can't heal through stupid people. <laughs> There's a limit. Uh, whenever I have tried healing, I have failed miserably, and it's also a curse. If I ever attempt to heal, I even put a healing spec on one of my tunes. Within wait, oh, within one year of doing so, the guild I'm in always has a massive drama, which leads to either it completely falling apart, or I end up leaving. Aww. <laughs> wow! So if you want to destroy your guild, let me come with a tune, and I'll put a healing spec on. <laughs> So I don't tempt fate, and I never do it. Keep up the great show, Spanky. Oh, bless you, Spanky. Uh, <laughs> you can pimp out, you could pimp out your guild-destroying services. Yeah, you know? charge gold for it. Yeah. Just find some disgruntled ex-member or previous, uh, current member. Destroy um, that guild. Special hero power. Destroy <laughs> guild with guild and spec. Nice. Well, thank you for your email, Spanky. It's appreciated. And we're sorry that you don't have much luck with it, but we will continue to heal you, although apparently not as much because you're a hunter. (laughs) (laughs) You get 10% of the (laughs) heal. No. Not true. (laughs) Not true. So we're reaching the end of the show. Just before we finish up, I just want to do a quick shout out. www.twitch.tv slash games done quick. There's currently a 24-hour, seven-day stream going on where speed gamers are doing their thing. They're running games as quickly as they can, all for charity. Um, oh. All the money that they're raising is going to prevent Cancer Foundation. So far, they've raised over $300,000 of donations. Nice. And uh-huh. it's, it's an extremely entertaining to watch these gamers do this, these incredible feats of gaming. Like They're yeah. finishing games that, would take me five or six hours in half that time, less than half that time, wow. 10 minutes, 20 minutes sometimes. Do they do any of the cheats? Uh, no, they're typically oh. not cheating. They're just using like, tricks 
I was watching Half Life One earlier, and there's a mechanic in the game that stops you from going too fast mm. by doing some sort of cheese at the beginning with it. They trick the game into thinking they're not going in the direction they're going, <laughs> and the game tries to compensate to speed them up or do something like that. Okay. So this guy's running over half the map in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's cheating. Come on. Well, he's not doing any cheats in game. He's just oh, he's not typing anything to the keyboard, but he well, jumped down a special shoot or something and did jump, jump, spin, jump, jump, and then <laughs> apparently now he moves at super speed. So good work. We had no, that. It's still in, funny. And we, Blizzard would call that a clever use of game mechanics. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely recommend checking that out, even if you don't catch it while it's live. Watch the vods. Turn off ad block. Support it. All the ads. All the money. Generated by the ads goes towards the donations. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, next week we'll be back with Claw because we're doing some law with Claw. I <laughs> <laughs> waited the whole episode just to say that. Oh it's going to say Laura Thor. You don't want to start snore. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it's it. such a bore. Oh. <laughs> I think this is annoying Cinder to the core. <laughs> no, do it some more. <laughs> oh, okay. This what, next episode is going to be... It's going to be poetic. <laughs> um, what what lore are you talking, Claw? Uh, well, I'll be talking a little bit about the dragon aspects because I know that's a bit of interest for some people. I'll talk about Jaina because I know you have an interest in her. Yeah where she started, where she's from, where she's potentially going. Uh, we will be avoiding Legion spoilers, though, so all the stories that I'll be talking about will be up to and including Wall as a Draenor. Cool. And Maybe yeah. Z has a request for some lore that she would like to hear for the next episode that she's interested in. No? I want to know why Worgens, who are essentially humans, get to be druids. Because I always do say oh. the Worgens, I like why That's an easy one for me to talk about. I'll, I'll get into that talk next about week for you. For us. I will. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And if anyone else has anything, feel free to tweet us, email us, and I will do a bit of research if I don't know it. But I, I know a little bit about law. I spend way too much time on nice. <laughs> media and whatnot. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that closes up the show. Thank you, Z, for coming and being on the podcast. It's been Yay! awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so honoured that you guys brought me on. It was absolutely awesome talking with you guys. You're our first guest. I know, and oh, it's such a good choice. It's a huge honour. No, <laughs> I can't say yes to that. That would be so rude. Thank you guys. It's been awesome. I listen to you like when I run, and it's just like having a guild chat, and it's absolutely amazing to be part of it. So thank you. Um, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, I tweet every now and again, mainly just screenshots of something that takes my fancy at, at Drew Hill, so D-R-U-H-E-A-L-S. And I have a website which has had a bit of a break while I've been sort of in the lull. I've been playing lots of other games and not really posting about them, but it's Z is for Zyra, and Zyra is Z-E-I-R-A-H. So Z is for Zyra.wordpress.com. And my big goal for 2016 is to post at least once a week. So Good goal. I might actually have some content up there for you to read. But it's been Yay. going, the blog's been going for a couple of years, so there's heaps of back content there. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Um, well, if our listeners would like to say hello or suggest a topic for a future episode, please. 
please do. It would be lovely to hear from you. Um, you can reach us in the following ways. Our website is battletagged.com. Our email is battletagged at gmail.com. Um, the show is on Twitter at battletagged. Neuro is at wow neuroscience. Chlor is at chlorothor. And I am at cinder underscore tweets. I did it right this week. Yay. <laughs> I can't believe I stuffed up my own Twitter URL last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I'm a bit special. Anyway. All right. Oh, well, that's on, it. We're on iTunes. Oh, yes, yeah. we are on iTunes, iTunes and working on Stitcher at the moment. People should know that, yeah. But yes, we're on iTunes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks for listening. Okay. Yes, Thanks, thank guys. you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.